0: When deciding how and when to safely return to the workplace, you need to be informed. That's why IBM Watson helps you prioritize employee safety. With Watson Works, a set of AI-infused capabilities, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com/watsonworks to learn more.
1: Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who did not go to jail for committing felony like other Sports Talk (laughs) radio hosts, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this? As always, air quote, Saturday morning, sir.
2: I've never even been in Twitter jail. So there you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing good,
2: Roy. I I mean, other than the fact that we um, could be staring at the uh, barrel of an 0-2 start which before the season, I guarantee you, a lot of the uh, prognosticators mm-hmm. thought this was an easy two and easy two and Did you think it was easy two oh, no, and No, no, no. Because I have, I've been, I have been on board for for weeks saying I don't think this is a good team, and 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 it doesn't help that the injury bug because the injury bug has a permanent residence at, at all uh, one Patterson Avenue or wherever the hell they play one Nova care center.
1: Yeah. We're talking about, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Eagles. zero and one heading into a showdown against the Los Angeles Rams this Sunday at 1 PM at Lincoln financial field. Yes. Is that light at the end of the tunnel, a train? We'll find out Sunday 4 15 ish because the Eagles go down. 0-2 staring at another trip to to Pittsburgh coming up, then it might be a very bad season for the Philadelphia Eagles. But we have a lot of stuff to get to, not just the Eagles, because we have a lot of NFL stuff. Again, the NFL is back. We got the storylines all ready to go. We got guys balling out in, in, in new places, guys not quite balling out in new places, and we'll talk about that. Of course, we also have to talk about the NBA, because the two teams that a lot of people had in the NBA Finals are at home. They're out of the bubble. They've been kicked when out the of the last,
2: when is the last time that happened?
1: It's been a while, man. the, the two teams haven't even made the conference finals. Yeah, which no, is crazy. And, and,
2: and the and what is I, I don't think it's a complaint about the NBA, but the NBA is a very chalky. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, it's either like either it's either both one seeds make it or maybe like a one and a two. Right. There's a chance that a four seed,
1: uh, or no, a five a five seed five seed. Would would make the NBA finals, which is wild. Which is in which is absolutely insanity. So we will talk about a new look Eastern Conference Finals and a new look Western Conference Finals this year in the NBA bubble. And speaking of the NBA, of course, we need to talk about the latest with the Sixers job because Brett Brown was fired a few weeks ago. And the coaching search continues and then the GM search apparently, or I don't want to say GM search, the basketball operation search may or may not continue. Who knows at this point with, with this basketball team? But most importantly, more importantly than all that stuff, ladies and gentlemen. As we were doing the show, PlayStation 5 pre-orders are out on them. <laughs> Get your PS5 pre-orders in. Next week, the Xbox pre-orders come out. Get your money saved up. Get that stimulus check out the bank. Because it is time. Now, now, now like, you don't need to like pay for it now. You just need to just put your name in the hat. right? You need to, well, your card will be charged when the order is fulfilled. That's what it says. I don't know what okay. that means. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. I don't know what that means. Like is, it, is your card on hold until November? We'll find out. I'll let you know when he hit my card up. But <laughs> See, I, I was no actually
2: idea. I was as interested in the new iPad air. Mm. So I, I mean that like because I think because people forget fall is fall is tech time. Yeah, I like, I I mean because one tech time it's more important than ever yes. because ain't nobody doing anything. So people are getting them PS fives, mm-hmm. them iPads, like everything to keep yourselves busy in the comfort of your own home
1: yeah so so we will talk a lot about tech in, in later in the show in the back end of the show but before we do all that as always we want to thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us here on the broad street line 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia philly cam radio or you can listen to the broad street line wherever you get your podcast apple Podcasts, stitcher radio TuneIn radio google play spotify google play will soon be known as youtube Music. Um, Spreaker, just do a search for the Broad line, subscribe to us, download us to your iPhone, your iPad, your MP3 enabled device, take us with you on the go. If you go outside 24 seven, Also, if you're in Philly, you can listen at every Saturday at 10 a.m. 106.5 FM from the comfort of your car or your home. Or if you're not in Philadelphia, just download the TuneIn app and search for the Philly camp station and listen to us live again, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Um, on 106.5 Philly Cam Radio. When I say live, I mean recorded, because we, <laughs> we ain't been in the studio in a minute. But when I say live, I mean, the recording of our show is first played live every Saturday morning. So you can listen to us air quote live along with everybody else for the first time on Philly Cam on the TuneIn app. Before we do anything, huge day, huge day this Sunday. Sunday, 1130 a.m., which is I don't even know what it is in the UK Chelsea oh. Liverpool baby oh god the blues versus the of champs
2: thank god I'm gonna be at church and I won't be at um like on Twitter because a lot of other than Christian polsig but mm. 87% of the people I know mm. will not be available Mm-mm. from the hours of eleven thirty. now now th- this is a very big dilemma yeah. do you do you just hold off on watching the Eagles till one thirty?
1: I I got I gotta watch my birds and I, <laughs> I gotta watch my blues, man. So I gotta figure I gotta do like you do. I gotta do the double screen thing. Man. <laughs> I Gotta figure out what to throw on the iPad. Well, obviously the blues probably throw on the iPad at one o'clock, but I gotta I gotta double dip it, man. I gotta do it. Gotta now it. is
2: this now this is this this already the start of the EPL season. This so is
1: the, the second game for I think both teams. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. And and both teams are one and zero. Yes. Okay. All right. So this is a relative. A really big game. It's a big game. A match,
1: match, a match. match. yeah, match. I'm sorry, match, match, match. Big, <laughs> big match, big match, big match in the EPL. Chelsea, Liverpool, Sunday, 1130. This is probably on NBC Sports Network. I have no idea. If it's not, it's probably on that Peacock thing. They have these games <laughs> on like 38, 38 different channels. No one knows. Just hit that little C button on your on your controller and it'll tell you where it is because I have no because idea. I just,
2: because I just, I, because I just, because I just subscribed to the Peacock Network.
1: Look at you, man. Oh, because,
2: Pe- because yeah. it's one of the few places that you can stream the OG Law and
1: Order. Okay, again, we're not okay, we're not advertising nothing because again, we can't. This is a non-commercial <laughs> radio station. Let me just say this. This Peacock network, it's a pretty decent thing. It's a pretty decent decent deal cuz there's a a ton of sports on there. Like you said there's a Law and Order and there's a whole bunch of like you like the office, it's, like all the office shows are on like yeah. that. There, right there. There's a lot of stuff on this peacock network. There's a lot. Like the yeah. opens on there right now. Oh, really? A of, yeah, yeah a lot of stuff on there. No,
2: no, I like during this pandemic or the last month or so. I I have I regained my love for Law and Order SVU. I really forgot, like it really is, if, if you ask me, other than like I don't know, the wire or the span or something. It really is my favorite show of all. It really is an entertaining one show and you're done. Type of show,
1: I love it. Law and Order against SVU. If an episode's on, you can just pick it up and watch it, and you don't need to know like anything that's going on in the season or anything. <laughs> it's a self. It's a self. You know, within itself, it's a one-hour episode. It it tells a story and it, and it goes away, and it's fine. And again, it's again, if it's on, it's 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 it's, it's always entertaining. Like there's never yes. really like a bad episode. Like there's never really <laughs> yeah. bad episode. But it's you know weird.
2: what was a bad episode? What's that? Episode one of the 2020 Eagles season. That it was. was- it- that was seriously, like, I don't know, like like season one of the Magic Johnson show.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Season one of, of the Eagles season was terrible. And if you were on Twitter, if you followed him at SKD215 and me at the BS line, you could have seen us kind of tweet ourselves into Bolivian um, after what was a pretty good start to that game, that Eagles-Washington game. Eagles up 17 to nothing. Carson Wentz dealing. Dallas Goddard catching touchdown. Pass. Well, no, Zach catching catching catch touchdown passes. Eagles looking good, feeling good, smelling good. No, down, a sudden, oh, he had, yeah, he had the one. Yeah, yeah, I forget. Yeah. He had the one. He had the second one. Yeah. Yeah, Ertz had the first one. I was trying to go in order. Ertz had the second one, Goddard had, got her had the first one, Goddard had the second one. Um, looking good, feeling good, smelling good. Two minutes before the half, a little bit after, right, right before, right after the two minute warning, uh, Carson Wentz throws a terrible interception. A terrible interception that leads to, to seven points by the Washington football team. And everything proceeds to go to hell in a handbasket. After that, Washington, of course, wins the game, twenty-seven to seventeen. Again, we always do the pie chart of blame on this show. <laughs> no, so we got to no, pull it out uh, no,
2: no, no, there, there really is no need to like use a knife here. Like I don't know. Oh, like, no, you don't need a knife. Um, no, you, you could use like one of them paper knives, like those, uh, those are uh, plastic knives. Like you don't even need to like I don't know, like, like get like the sear special. You can just mm-hmm. like because a lot of because for me okay. the two people that are splitting this pie is I would say I'll say fifteen percent Doug Peterson mm-hmm. and eighty five percent Carson
1: Wentz. Ooh, ooh, Carson Wentz with a big slice of the pie today. Yes, now, of course. yes, I
2: call yes my new middle name. Is Chris Joe Gilio Domingo?
1: <laughs> the, 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 the huge section of the pie. Now, I, I'm i going to disagree and I'll explain why in a second, but I get it because, again, those interceptions and that fumble, those are bad. You can't do that. Those are bad turnovers. Those, those two interceptions were horrible, first of all. Those are bad. Him taking those sacks, and he took a lot of those sacks, and those sacks were on him. Like a lot of those no, sacks. And, were on no, him.
2: And, and I think for me, which <laughs> is more frustrating or concerning or whatever you want to, what we want to use. This has been a thing. Mm-hmm. This has been a thing for the last two and a half years. He is just the king of trying to extend plays, mm-hmm. and that's an admirable quality at times. It is, but for me, the majority of the time, it 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 ends in neg- in in loss of a lot of negative yards, and and for a team that is trying to kind of. I mean dealing with a like you you gotta put yourself in manage, manageable situations mm-hmm. and when and one and you're not running the ball on first down or or if you do you're not getting many yards. Right. It's just compound like no one no one gets third the, the percentage of of successful third and fourteen uh conversions is very little and the Eagles were in a lot of them. And it was mainly due to, I mean, obviously the offensive line is terrible, but I, I mean, Carson Wentz exacerbated the offensive line problem.
1: I'll play devil's advocate for a second. If you're Carson Wentz though, aren't you trying to do something? Aren't you trying to make a play considering the fact that again, you don't have Lane Johnson, you don't have Miles Sanders, for whatever reason, your coach didn't play uh, Deshaun Jackson more than 54% of the plays. Aren't you like, look, I got to do whatever I can to extend these plays. No,
2: no, but no.
1: For like, like making plays doesn't mean
2: extending extending the play. Like, I I mean, there are ways to make plays without standing back there for eight seconds. And 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 I think that's a combination of play calling. For me, what was the turning point of the game? uh, Well, obviously the interception, but what I think changed the mindset of this Eagles team was. When Carson Wentz hit Jalen Rieger for that long bomb, which mm-hmm. felt like that hadn't happened here in like since, I don't know, the Great Depression. Um, and, <laughs> Week one and, last
1: year. Week one last yeah,
2: year. Yeah, no. Well, same. Uh, yeah. I, and, then, and then it was like getting, like, you hadn't bought. Th- this was when Doug Peterson got his PS5. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, my God this PS5 is great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything I can to like get that feeling of getting that PS5. Even though no, there weren't people enough people to block or competent blockers enough to recreate that moment. And that is I mean that's that's a frustration for me with Doug is the the inability or or sometimes just absolute disregard to adjust during the game right your offensive line obviously blocked a block at competently in the first quarter that's why you're up 17 points Mm -hmm. but when you saw that they were struggling you still kept trying to dial up that big play
1: don't dial up the big play please and and that's why i want to give a bigger piece of the people strudel to, to doug because again when you saw that the, the the big play wasn't working, when you kept going to the well, you got to mix up your offense a little bit. You got to get Carson out the pocket. You got to figure out some ways. I mean, you love these screen passes. Those are so many stupid screen passes. I mean, they're dumb. Enough. And I
2: understand that. Like, I don't know. You like, wait, when, when when you tried to run, you weren't getting. Like, I, I mean, and that's another problem. I, right. I mean, like, is the just the complete lack of depth at. I'd say multiple positions. Mm-hmm. I'd say you could almost say a lot of positions and, 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 and the depth problems reared its ugly head week quarter two of week
1: one. Yeah. Like we, we, well, well, even before the game started again, we all thought a lot of us thought that Lane Johnson would be ready to go to start at right tackle. That did not happen. Lane Johnson did not play, did not dress for the game. So at right tackle, you had the rookie Jack Driscoll uh, <coughs> coming in at right tackle. And then at right guard, we had Nate Herbig because, for whatever reason, Matt Pryor is on the—I um, don't even know what list he's on for for Doug Peterson, but the he same went, list that the, the same list that Sharif Miller's on. Uh, yeah, probably. He went from being the starting left tackle, Nate Pryor, to being the starting right guard, to getting no snaps on Sunday, to now having two more guards signed, probably ahead of him, uh, and now ahead of him on the on the depth chart. Um, so Jack Driscoll was your t- was your right tackle uh Nate Herbert was your right guard and then Jack Driscoll had to go out with cramps and then you got Jordan Maiolata as your right tackle. <laughs> in his first in his first football game of uh in his life and first. I think and I think that that was in the first half I believe it, it wasn't it was third quarter I mean it was early in the game and it's like fam like it's hard to do anything it's hard to put anything together when you have that much in flux but at that point you were still winning the game. You were still yeah. winning the game.
2: Yeah yes no and, and I still believe that if if and I think this all comes back to something that I've been harping on for a couple of years is turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you might throw an interception. I, I mean, even though those interceptions were terrible and, and yeah. they're, they were all avoidable, there needs to be some opportunity for that defense to get one back. And for the last two years, they have not been able to quote unquote, get it back. No. And like we keep saying, like I don't know. Oh, this defense needs to make a play, and, but it hasn't. And 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 this isn't some like I don't know fluke. Like two years isn't a fluke. This team, I don't know whether they are not practicing or they are just not in the right. No, I, I mean the perfect example is Avante Maddox missing that. Like I mean that was a very catchable ball, mm-hmm. and he dropped it. And mm-hmm. when you're when you turn the ball over three times, like for me, turnover ratio is almost one of. Uh, almost the number one predictor for me on whether you lose the game or not. I mean, you can point to, like, passing yards or touchdowns or whatever, but if you turn the ball over three more times than the other team is, you're probably going to lose.
1: Yeah, like, like we don't need, need to look at the numbers. Like, if you have a minus three turnover ratio in a game, teams <laughs> lose that game 95% of the time. It's Period. That's it. It just is and, what it is. And, and,
2: and the wild yeah. thing was, they were in the game
1: in until, the like, game. the fourth quarter.
2: Like, And it still blows my mind that that... The red or the football team scored twenty-seven unanswered points. I don't know how they did it because, frankly, (laughs) their offense is terrible. Terrible.
1: The football football team has one guy, one person on offense that you need a game plan for. One, and he did a pretty good job on that dude. So when you hold Terry Terry McLaurin in relative check, and you still give up twenty-seven points, then it's like, wait a minute, how did this? Well, they happened because all these drives came on short fields, like every single.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. If, if they would have if if
1: if they would have just punted mm-hmm. the entire game.
2: Yeah. Like a- after they scored seventeen points, the Eagles win the game. You could right. because like I just don't I I I don't have much faith in the football team, uh, <laughs> whatever the hell we <laughs> want to call them. WFT. Yeah. Um. For uh, like going the length of a field multiple times to score, right. and the Eagles did them solids. All game and, and, and that's where I don't know like like and and I think the moral like I always like to take a takeaway from this game is should should we be getting these type of performances from Carson Wentz five years in?
1: Quarterbacks can have bad games. Oh so, no no
2: no 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 this was an
1: epically bad game, but and, it wasn't bad for like the first 25 minutes. And, so... and, and,
2: and I understand that he's a very resilient dude. Like, I I mean, like you see it. Like, I I mean, he played with like, he played with college guys for like the last four or five games last year, but I feel like in the game, he gets rattled Mm -hmm. and it's hard for him to get, get unrattled during the game. Like, do I, do I think that like he'll bounce back to, to a certain degree this week? Sure. Mm -hmm. I I mean, but it's hard to, it's going to be hard to bounce back when you're on your back 10 times, because (laughs) I, I don't, I don't see it getting much better this week in terms of, I mean, hopefully Lane Johnson plays, but Aaron Donald just destroyed a competent offensive
1: line last week in Dallas. Well, let's the we're real, we're real quick on across the Wentz point. Should he, like, like if he's going to have a, I mean, he can have a two-turn, two-interception, one-fumble game, you know, once a season. I mean, that happens, whatever. Should he be at the point five years in his career where he's, you know, eating the football, you know, three, four, five times a year? He- Max, no, like that that Carson Wentz we should never see anymore. Like no quarterback, no really good quarterback five years in should eat the football that many times for sacks. Period. Point point. That part's inexcusable. But he's gonna have games where rare games where he has a couple of turnovers and you know that you can deal with. But no, don't eat don't eat the sacks. And please don't eat the sacks from from Aaron Donald, who again let me just, <laughs> let me say this about it. I'm maybe I'm optimistic. I don't think or look the Redskins, Jesus, the Washington football team's offensive line or defensive line, might might be the best defensive line in the NFL. It's right there. It's right up there. But I, you also
2: are playing the best
1: defensive player. Right, right. In, but I mean, like, but Ryan Kerrigan played 22 plays and won the NFC player a week. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you think... it really is
2: the Eagles killer.
1: It really is. Is
2: It's uncanny. how doesn't matter how many or little snaps Ryan Kerrigan makes. Or 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 is on. He will get two sacks, and it and, and I mean and that secondary isn't good. But I, I mean, I think we said it before the game. Even when we knew that Lane Johnson was gonna even gonna play, this it was gonna the lines were gonna de- decide the game, and
1: they did. But well, but here's the thing, though. But Washington has obviously they have Kerrigan, and they have Young and they have Dionis and they have Sweaty M. Montez Sweat. They have a lot. They come at you in waves. The Rams don't come at you in waves. I mean, Aaron Donald's a wave by himself. Yes, no, (laughs) no,
2: but like, but a human, the human wave, I really think you are underestimating the powers of Aaron Donald because who is, like, who is going to be, oh, obviously he's going to, it doesn't, like, Aaron Donald isn't affected by double teams. The Cowboys tried to double team him and he, and he chokeslammed all of them. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, are we, are we going to trust Nate Herbig and Jason Kelsey or, Nate Herbig and a running back. I I I mean I just I, I, and one Carson hates the inside pressure. It's mm-hmm. gonna it, it really does distract him. It does. And I think that I, I I don't have much optimism for this game. Because I don't know, like 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 the Rams offense looked passable. I like for me. Other than the obvious, can you block mm-hmm. Aaron Donald? Mm-hmm. It's gonna come down to can you turn Jared Goff over? Right. And uh, there's no evidence to say that they can.
1: That, well, that to me, to me, that's the bigger question. So can you force a turnover on Jared Goff? Because look, Aaron Donald, you know, in three games against the Eagles has zero sacks, all right. Now, granted, that, but he that also
2: would, did a play against Nate Herbig.
1: Yeah, that will probably change. Like I would put money on that changing Sunday. All right, Aaron to gonna, <laughs> gonna eat a little at least a little bit. On Sunday. All right. But the, uh, you know, the real question is, as we always, we, as we used to say, who is sticking all these dudes on the Rams? Because to me, that's the question. Because you can do a pretty good job against Terry McLaren and was it Steven Sims, whatever that dude's name is, what all these trash, all these trash receivers for Washington. It's a little bit different when you go against Robert Woods, who looked really good right <coughs> yeah. Cooper Cup, who's really good, Van Jefferson, who's pretty good. Who's covering all these dudes 55, 60 times a year? For game? me, I all don't even... Need-
2: I'm not even con- uh, like I like I'm really not concerned about that because, it's, like, if you can make them one-dimensional, I feel good about the possibility of of shutting down the Rams. However, I feel like at some point the Eagles are going to turn it over. I, I I like I like that's the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Like, especially if you you're going to be trying to overcompensate for a lackluster offensive line you will get Miles Sanders back, but it's going to be turnovers. More so than any – like, Jared Goff is known – has been known to turn the ball over. But also, you know who else was prone to turn the ball over? Dwayne Haskins. How many times did you turn Dwayne Haskins over? None. None. So, I I mean, this – no. And the defense just needs to be the elite. Like, they need to carry this team for a couple weeks because obviously this offense is a – is a work in progress with the line the running back or max I don't even I don't even want to consider them a committee because that's a that's an insult to a committee. <laughs> so I just there's just so many question marks after one week and it doesn't help with the Earth stuff and the questioning whether Deshaun Jackson's healthy
1: stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff after just one game. Well let us talk about some of that stuff. Let's talk about that Ert stuff again Ertz Again, clearly upset that, that he hasn't been able to come to an agreement uh with the Philadelphia Eagles. Meanwhile, you see Dallas Goddard showed out, was basically the only offensive guy who showed up on Sunday. Um, does does this make you, does that performance make you, Chris Domingo, more inclined to move on from the Zach Hurst thing? Or do you yes. think he's gonna be back next year?
2: Um, he will not be back, and you know what? He should not be back. I like I saw this um I saw this stat that, that the Eagles were like, running out of two, 12 personnel, like, almost 50% more than anyone in the league. Right. And I ask, is is running 12 personnel a good idea? <laughs> and, I, like, I understand you're trying to go against the grade and I, I understand you're trying to do Gronk and Aaron Hernandez without the killing. But, I, I mean, I <laughs> build your offense from the perimeter out. Like, I don't know, stop, like, because this offense – when it's built around these tight ends, it's not explosive. It's not. Well, okay. So,
1: well, so yeah. I
2: feel... Oh, sorry. And, no, no. And I feel you just need to build... Like, I feel like this is the Sixers built playing bully ball, but just in the tight end, it, it, just replacing the centers with tight ends. Let's have explosive guys on the outside, one who can actually play f- five snaps in a row. And then, let, 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 I just feel like Dak Ertz right now is a luxury you can't afford.
1: Well, I will, I will offer a counter argument to that because, again, last year your quarterback set a franchise record for most yards in a season and your wide receivers were cheeks, and he threw to those tight ends a lot. Like, those tight ends were really productive last year. And today, as of today, you can make whatever argument you want. Who are the best two wide receivers? Who are the best two pass catchers on this team right now? Probably your tight ends. So wouldn't you go 12 personnel a lot because those guys are your best guys in the passing game? Under there's your best weapons? But how explosive is a two-tight end
2: offense?
0: Because well, I, don't, I don't need the
2: no, so team that can score points. To no, points no. no. All right. My problem with the Eagles is everything is too hard. And mm-hmm. and you need those 40-yard passes. Agreed. And you know who those 40-yard passes go to? Wide mm-hmm. receivers, correct, and, and and one you you got this dude, and I and I'm glad that you you've you've backpedaled on your Deshaun Jackson prognostications because yeah. it only took one game for him. No, like, but and I hate to circle back, but Deshaun Jackson is is just a perfect example of not drafting well. You should not be relying on Deshaun Jackson, a 32 year old Deshaun Jackson, to stay healthy. Correct, and it comes back to. Not being able to draft, and 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 I mean like, you see like the twenty nineteen draft. Out of five guys, you've gotten nothing, and 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 that is and and I think you could circle to the offensive line problems. To not like when's the last good offensive lineman they drafted?
1: Right. No, you know you're you're right. Like well well here but that's the thing though it's like just like you said Deshaun Jackson is the reason you're so reliant on Deshaun Jackson because your drafts have been trash.
2: And that's mm-hmm. why you're still like hoping that Alshon Jeffrey is here. That's yeah. why you're you're hanging on to re-signing Zach Ertz. That's why you had to extend. If if Derek Barnett is, is is was as good as a 14th pick in the first round should be, you don't draft Brandon. You don't re-sign Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's just you're gonna end up like. And, and I think the day of reckoning is coming for this team. Is because with, with this cap, with this cap going down, you're 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 gonna be butt naked next year, like with with talent. You're right, you're not that talented to begin with, but once you have to make these like hard decisions, I mean, like did Malik Jackson play well? Yeah. But I mean, if you drafted solidly, you would have a younger Malik Jackson next to Fletcher Cox.
1: Right, right. But again, just to kind of wrap up this whole Deshaun Jackson thing. Yes, you're relying on Deshaun Jackson because your drafts are trash. That's the same reason why you're dra- relying on Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard because yep. these wide receivers you drafted are trash. Like, these guys are trash. Yes, would I like to play less 12 personnel. Sure. What does that mean? More more John Hightower out there, all right? More J-Jaw, more J-Jaw out there. No, and, no and, and one, like, you
2: can't rely like, – like, there's no middle ground with this team. It's either rookies or dudes that have been in the league for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we got a dude who was like – I don't know – like, if Mac Hollins turned out okay, right. like he's like a third, fourth year guy who's been in the league, knows what he's doing, that would have been like Mac. A Mac Hollins type should be one of the dudes in the mix. No, all due respect to Greg Ward, but you need to upgrade, yeah, yeah. and and it's just and no no, I I, I say. At the moment, should they play more twelve personnel? Yes, because they're because their receivers suck. Right. And no, uh, but like mm. going forward, you would like to evolve from the twelve personnel to more of like an eleven.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like in December, you would hope that some of these guys, hopefully Jalen Rager, who looked good in that one, you know, one catch or whatever. You hope that the high towers and Quest Watkins or whatever, JJ, or whatever, some of these dudes, two of these dudes. You would hope that two of these guys. Are no, 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 no. Like like any any reference
2: of of the four-letter guy will be reported uh, as, 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 as just bad speech. Because, no, like, I, I mean, like, no. And unfortunately, he's becoming the poster boy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how for a long time it was Sidney Jones be like, Howie Watt-Roseman can't draft? Now, Sidney Jones, well, recently promoted to the real team. Like like, J.J. Arsenga-Whiteside like, J. 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 is now the poster boy on the awful drafting. And it's unfortunate for him, but you can't, like, you got to get more than zero targets. Like, I I mean, and you played 25 snaps. Like, that's, I I don't even know. Like, that's, like, beyond
1: unacceptable. Yeah, no, hopefully he can turn that around again this Sunday, 1 p.m., Lincoln Financial Field. Good news, Derek Barnett, Jason Peters, Miles Sanders, all full participants in practice on Thursday. Javon Hargrave and Lane Johnson were limited participants I don't think Hargrave's gonna play but Lane Johnson said he is going to play he might not be 100 percent but he said he retore a ligament in his ankle during a scrimmage. that's why he was hurt that's why he had to that's why he couldn't couldn't start on week one because again he was recovering from a recent surgery on the ankle that he re-tore during a scrimmage. but Lane is Johnson- this
2: like like are you just becoming numb to these injuries because this is have like this isn't once again some fluke. Or coincidence, like this has happened for third straight year, and it's getting on my nerves.
1: <laughs> uh well, look, he's back. Ish, Miles Sanders is back. Alshon Jeffrey's whatever. I've, whatever. That's whatever. I, at this point, if they can stay with Jackson. He's not hurt. He said he wasn't hurt. He said he wasn't hurt. Doug said he wasn't hurt. I don't know the oh, story. I'm
2: oh, sorry. The the uh, load management has obviously made its way to the NFL.
1: Look, Deshaun Jackson got two days off in a row this week for rest. That seems a little weird to me. But again, I'm not the one judging. I'm not down in Care Complex. I don't know what's going on. But when you rest Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you played 54 games and 54, uh, sorry, 54 percent of the snaps in Week One, what you What, what you resting from, dog? But whatever. You no, know, like hearing
2: oh. about Deshaun Jackson needing some day of rest after being like not having is almost as preposterous as hearing about a team like the Clippers, who have been load-managing their entire year. Yeah. And on top of having months off saying, oh, we are gassed. I'm like, no, like, the Deshaun the, the Jackson thing stinks. And they're being very close to the vest, but hes they're obviously being overly cautious because, frankly, they don't trust them staying healthy.
1: They don't. All right, you, you said you were going to start doing over-unders, so I have one for you, sir. Okay. Over-under. Plays for Deshaun Jackson on Sunday. I will put the number at 35 and a half. Snaps? Snaps. Under. Definitely. Under. Under 35 and a half snaps. Yep. For Deshaun. Yep. They got nobody else. <laughs> they got nobody up. else. Nope. Okay. No, right. no.
2: I, I mean, like, and, and one, you already, you have an all-world cornerback in Jalen in Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh Like, go, like.
1: You need Deshaun Jackson because do you want Jalen Ramsey sticking Jalen Rieger? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Deshaun's got to be out there. You really need him Sunday. Yeah. No, you no
2: no. Like, he arguably could be one, well, other than the line. But I, I mean, other than the line, he might be the most important player. <laughs> Just to like, I don't, because it like everything opens up when you have Deshaun at re- relatively full capacity. <laughs> I don't even know what full capacity is. With him, but he really is that integral to winning this game for me. Um, I'll yeah. give you an over under, all right. Um, point 0.5 over
1: under Eagles defensive turnovers. Oh, they go over, they go over, they get one. They, I don't know how they get one. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't keep not getting turnovers. I think, God, I think, Goth gives you one. I think Goff gives you one. That's it, it's just, just one because. Because if you can't, if you can't <laughs> care, turn Jared Goff
2: over at home, yeah. I don't even know what home field advantage oh, is right, at right. this point. You have serious problems. Like I, I, and one, you like you can't even get a strip sack. Yeah, you tried. You, you couldn't even get it. Couldn't couldn't you strip the win? <laughs> do those drills where they like throw the ball on like the ground and like I don't know like pick it up like like a baby or like it. It really is unnerving how little the this team has has gotten turnovers in the last 2 years like ever yeah. since like ever since i don't like they were they, they were getting turnovers at a ridiculous rate 27 i don't i don't expect them to replicate that right. but i think i think they might have gotten 12
1: turnovers last year that's crazy bad yeah I'll, I'll i'll look it up i'll look it up during the break but it's not even it's not even just that it's just, like they don't get turnovers unless the ball is like handed to them basically like, yeah. other teams go make like, – like, the Washington, like, those two interceptions, like, those two – those interceptions, the cornerback made a play on those balls. Like, you had yeah. to kind of make, make a play and kind of go get those balls. When, when it was the last turnover where the guy made a play – like, Avante Maddox made a play right. and he dropped it. It was in his hands and he dropped it. Yeah. So, you no, make and a play sometimes. No, and and for me, this goes to the whole it's too hard on offense.
2: Like, you never – you never give – the defense never gives the Eagles
1: – a short field. You never get a short field. Like yeah, you're never in a you're never in a position where it's like, oh, I only need to go thirty yards for a touchdown. Yes. Like That's... you're never you never in a position. It's like, fam, it's not how this works. It's not how this works.
2: like, like and, and one all these things that they've been able to overcome the last couple of years, whether it's injuries, snitches, <laughs> all this. Like I, I feel <laughs> like no, I I feel right. like the dam is gonna break because like. You can't you can't overcome these things in consecutive years, like in three straight years. And it's it's the same stuff. And but this is where your supposed franchise quarterback needs to say, over my dead body. Like I, I mean, like you gotta do whatever it takes to win this game, Carson. And well, that's I, I, what
1: he was trying to do last week and he got
2: sacked. No, 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 no. Doing whatever in your power is, don't hold the ball for 47 seconds. Like if it means. Throw a slant, and this is probably on Doug. Like, I know I still think they got too happy with the deep ball. Don't get too happy with the deep ball, or Carson will be dead.
1: Give me a give me a give me a prediction 4 15 on Sunday. What, what's the score? What are we looking at? 20 2014 Rams. Ah, uh, Miles Sanders is back. The Rams can the Rams can score a little bit. Twenty uh, 24, It's probably 24-20 Rams. It's probably twenty-four. Oh
2: wow! You have so you really are setting yourself up for a very, very traumatic Birds Outsider. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh! I'm, I'm, yeah, no, it's gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like little, little Jill on. on so, on so
2: and- no, like, and it's early, but in, in in your estimation, is
1: this a is this a good Eagles team? No. No, you're right. You you knew you told me last week. This is not a very good football team. Cuz again, when we went position by position, I'm like, you know what? At these positions, they're not that good. So, this is not a and last week told me everything I needed a lot I need to know about this team. This is not a good football team. It's no, not, and it's and,
2: not. and and it really does make me wish I took didn't take for granted how great this offense cuz they've been great. The the offensive line has been yeah. the last 4 years. And that's been that's been the rock that's kept them competitive. Like, whenever, like, whether you're playing DeAndre Burnett or, or Rob Parker or whoever the hell his name is, like, I, I mean, you are able to be sniffing the playoffs because of that line. Right. And you don't have that this year. Right. Because right. Brooks got hurt, Dillard got hurt. I mean, like, really, like, now, now you're like, because is Jason Peters that good of a left tackle anymore?
1: I mean, he's well. He's better than your other options right now, probably. I assume, although I don't know. Jack Driscoll played pretty well, but no. That the loss of Brandon Brooks was 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 massive. Like I knew it would yeah. be big. This was massive because again, like this this was a domino effect on the on the rest of your line. And you know, I thought. I mean, with Lane Johnson back again, you know, four of your five starters are back from last year. But not having Brandon Brooks is a huge downgrade uh, between between him and all all due respect and Nate Herbig. Um, it just kind of just has a, a, a huge effect because again, you can't run the ball, you can't pass protect. Carson's getting destroyed up the middle. I mean, it just has it just has a, a terrible effect on the rest of the team. Um, no,
2: I would feel better about this season's prospects if this defensive line was was above average, too great. But yeah, they're not. I, I mean, like if you could trust this defense to carry you, and with all the talent, the supposed talent, like they have good players. But mm-hmm. there aren't like and but for all the resources that you put into this defense, right. they should be better. Right. And, and I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying like I need more out of Fletcher Cox. I need mm-hmm. more out of Brandon Graham. I need more out of Malik Jackson. Right. And like I I mean Slate played well, but I mean like you need one of, you need Darius Slate to for like a big like a clutch interception.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Shoot. That hasn't happened in <laughs> 10 years.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Hopefully it happens Sunday. All right, we both have a loss, but we will take a quick break on the other side. We will talk about some positive stuff in the NFL because there are teams out there winning and doing good things in the league. We'll discuss that on the other side. You're listening to The Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, LP Philadelphia.
2: Oh, what? what I say? We are the business today, oh, it's finished today. T and J, we the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of asses today. The with the matches and ashes away. We dash away.
1: Donna and Dixon, the p*** is laughing away. Doctors of death, killing our patients to breath. We are the pain you can trust. It work, hooking up curses and slurs. Smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you folk. Naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my brother live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurting despair. Used to have power to push. Now must still power to Holy, am burning the bush.
0: Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Run over and out of this
1: shit. Welcome back to the Brought Street Line alongside Chris Domingo. I'm Roy Burton, segment number two of the show. Mr. Domingo, who are the best teams in the AFC and NFC right now? Because we have one week of NFL action in the books. We saw some good stuff. We saw some not-so-good stuff. Who are, right now, who are your leaders in the clubhouse in both conferences?
2: All right, I'm going to give you my uh, top three in each conference. Ooh, AFC, like... AFC, I'm going to go three to one. Mm-hmm. I'll go Pittsburgh,
1: Pittsburgh Baltimore, mm-hmm.
2: and Kansas City. Yeah, uh, like, uh, and, that. And, and I feel that's going to be the way it, it goes for the rest of, like, a, a lot of the season. I think there's a, that's the, for me, that's the first tier. And okay. And week one, definitely proved that that if the Steelers get copy, like any segment, any semblance of what Ben Roethlisberger was, they are going to be very good. I mm-hmm. like for me, I think they have the best defense in the NFL. Like, okay. they understand. are stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, that's what a legit defense like like they got pass rushers. I don't know. I don't know how 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 to tell you. You you need. Elite pass rushers, and they mm-hmm. have two, and they got an all worlds safety, of Minka Fitzpatrick. So, mm-hmm. I, I like those. So, I, I, those three, I think they'll they'll be they'll be in the mix all season. Top three NFC, which is I don't I didn't really I, I felt the NFC a little underwhelming. Okay. So I'll do um three Green Bay. There you me a little bit. There's some love to a
1: Rod, baby. Um, I'll
2: go two. New Orleans, even mm-hmm. though they looked under well, like I mean, Drew Brees' arm is noodle at this point. And number and number one, the Seahawks. When your quarterback completes has four incompletions, like, I I like and but that's what a franchise quarterback looks like, Roy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what a franchise quarterback looks like. I mean, right. like like he is just he just elevates those players. And for like, I'm starting to feel the way you feel about the word superstar in the NBA is. There aren't many franchise quarterbacks, and, and one with all these guys getting old, I think it's I think it's fewer than ever. I would say there might be three at this point.
1: Franchise quarterbacks in the NFL? Yes. <sighs> well, two I know offhand, maybe three. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I have a see, I have a soft spot in my heart for some of these older dudes, so it's hard. Like for who? You. It's the Aaron Rodgers. Like I have a soft spot in my in my heart for Aaron Rodgers. So I might put him on my list even though he Maybe, might not be that dude.
2: You know what? Maybe he's gonna be on this like Rogers Family, Olivia Munn Revenge, Jordan Love Revenge. Jordan tour.
1: Love Revenge Tour, yes. Yeah, no, yeah.
2: like because because he's he's heard all the rumblings. He's almost he he's on the decline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, like like and, and he seems like a very petty man. Yeah. So I so I would feel like I I feel like I, I didn't take that into account and like he's got a very good Receiver and Devontae Adams. So, and, and they were 13 and three last year. I didn't think they were a good yeah. 13 and three, but yeah. they were 13 and three nonetheless. If Rodgers can like regain some of that juice that he had, they could, they're going to be in the mix. Like, and, and I feel there's a very like solid line of demarcation between those three teams. Like, I think Tampa Bay, like, I, I mean, like, they look very dream teamy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, you got Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. This would, this would be fantastic four years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the Tampa Bay are gonna like the, the luster's off them a little bit because they're not as good as, as a lot of people thought they would be. Um now, the- now Roy, if, if there was one team
2: in each conference that that is that you're gonna that you would put money on to surprise. That I don't even think you I don't I don't mean make the playoffs or maybe like like surprise. Maybe they like hmm. sniff the playoffs or play over everyone's expect expectations. Uh, because it uh, happens every year. Like, like, like the teams that there are always at least a couple teams in each conference that sucked last year and will make the playoffs.
1: That's a good question. I got to think about this for a second. I'll I'll say this though. I think for, and call me crazy, but, but I I think, I think the Jaguars are going to win more games than they supposed they're supposed to. Wow! Really? I, th- I think for some reason, I think Gardner Minshew is going to wind up winning like five or six games, and it's like, bam! It's like, like just, <laughs> I mean, that team's not very good, but I mean, like, there's they got they got a little juice to them. They got a little juice to. to oh them no! Now. I
2: like they seem like the like you know who they remind me of? OKC in the NBA, where no one expected them to do anything, right? And and I think with Jacksonville, people are expecting them to tank for Trevor Lawrence, right. but, like but they got like. And this is easy. And this is the case in football. If you just get like the complainers off the team, that just raises like the morale because you just had Yannick and just tweeting every five minutes about like him wanting to be traded. And you just have Fournette just like complaining every 10 minutes. So like, and I don't think they got, they don't got great talent. I mean, they got some playmakers. So I I mean, like that's the team in the AFC. Like I would, but for me in the NFC, I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Oh, they're gonna be good this year. No, they're gonna be good.
2: Because I was dead ass wrong about Kyler Murray. Dead yeah, right, wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah like,
2: like, like, like. I took. I was very short, discriminatory when it came when it came to Kyler Murray. But I, I like it, like, it, but it shows right like you just need one to break that kind of like that thought. And mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, man, he's dynamic. And with Cliff Kingsbury and Hopkins. I wouldn't be surprised if they sniffed the playoff spot this year.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm almost there. Like I really before the season, I really thought about saying that they win ten games this year. I don't know if they're quite there yet, but they're. I think they're, they're going to be in the mix. They're they're that offense is really good. That's a yes. really good offense um, in in Arizona. Um, some other NFL news. Um, there were fans in stands last week, and there'll be some more fans in stands this week um, in KC. For those of you who didn't hear, there were sixteen thousand fans in the season opener. Uh, of course, one of those fans tested positive for COVID-19, so now the 10 people who he was around, now they have to quarantine for uh, 10 days, which is not, not great, but this week, Dallas is going to have 20,000 fans in the stands for their Atlanta game. The Browns are going to have 6,000 fans in the stands for their game, and basically every other team will not have fans in their stands. Again, this is a competitive disadvantage for a lot of teams. I don't know why nobody's talking about this. Uh, no, like, I,
2: like, obviously, this is, this is a this has a huge betting aspect for me huge. like i i mean like wouldn't you just just audit like be compelled to bet bet with the team that has fans uh,
1: yeah if, if the team again if two teams are, are relatively similar if it's not the jets right exactly if it's not the jets if two teams are relatively sim- like dallas and atlanta well i think dallas is better than atlanta but like if they were similar then it's like you know what? Let me go with a team that has fans in the stands because again, that gives them a competitive advantage on offense and defense. I mean, like this is basic stuff. Like, even though I will say, like, I'm not really sure how much effect
2: six thousand fans makes.
1: Six is nothing, but twenty is yeah. a lot.
2: Yeah, cool. no, like, and I think it's all in numbers. Like, I, I mean, like, did did sixteen thousand fans affect KC beating the ha- heck out of Houston? Probably not. They would have beat the crap out of him anyway. True. I, I, like, I think. I think it re- it's got to reach a certain threshold. Like, I think 16,000 fans affects, it might make a slight difference because you might see, like, your family there or whatever, but 20 will pro- would probably make a difference. So, but,
1: but if it's, like, 16,000 fans when it's, like, Casey Baltimore, then I think that's a difference.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. I don't get the whole not uniformity thing, but yeah. I don't get a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it would have just been, like, Easy, like, because obviously you want to like you want to milk as much money out of like this weird season as possible. I, uh, right. I understand that, but I mean, like, but the in but the the comp- the competitive advantage is is skewed. Yeah, and uh, like, like, what if like a team that like is in week seventeen, like I don't know that didn't play with against fans all season. I don't I don't know if that's possible or played. A very minimal Probably. amount of yeah. games, yeah. it like b- versus a crowd. Last game of the season with the playoffs on the line, you play
1: and you lose. Like, right. don't you have like a, le- a, a le- like a semi-legitimate gripe? I would think so. Like, I would think like yeah, because again, like I don't know if Washington uh, Dallas is at home and uh, you know week seventeen, but if they're at home at week seventeen, then they have a distinct competitive advantage versus a divisional opponent that they might need to beat in order to to, to clinch the division or make a playoff spot. That's huge. That's a
2: pretty yeah, No, big
1: deal. I still, I still don't know. Is there a list
2: of teams that are having or not having fans?
1: Well, I know it's <clears throat> well, case. I think Ohio you can have fans. So Casey, it's, uh, so Cleveland, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and uh, and Dallas. I believe those are. Well, I guess Houston can have one. Have them too. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think Tennessee. I don't know about maybe Tennessee. I don't know about yeah. that. but okay, but yeah, it's like it, this isn't fair. Like that's really yeah. Fair. No, like and, and, and one. Like, the
2: parity in the NFL, it's the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs.
1: Right. And, and there's the NBA is not known for parity, but this year may have thrown that, you know, by the wayside. Because once you get in the bubble, anything is possible, <laughs> as KG would say, as Chris said. A number five seed is making waves. It's currently up one game, nothing. As we're taping the show, against against a three seed, against a three seed, the Miami Heat up one nothing over the Celtics, thanks to Bam Adebayo's block on Jason Tatum, a block that Magic Johnson said was the greatest defensive (laughs) play in the history of playoff basketball. I love you, Magic Johnson. That's not true, but it was an extraordinarily good play, extraordinarily decent play. Can Mike Miami can't pull this off, right? oh! I don't want
2: them to pull it off Because Kept that means tender. I gotta hear That means I gotta hear about Heat culture for the rest of my life Like, I might be the only Like, I don't think I have a rooting interest Like, I, I mean, like If you ask me who I'm slightly siding with Or rooting for, per se I'd say I root for Boston But, because mm. I just can't stand the, Like, I can't stand the Heat fans Because they really are annoying as hell And, like, I I still feel this way Toward being just Kind of but like I don't know like bamboozled by Jimmy Butler I, I, I mean like people are very easily willing to forgive Jimmy Butler but no one else like I, I don't like it's a very select because Jimmy told you I don't want to be here right. period right. like anyone else who does that oh no let's burn their jerseys let's throw batteries at them I don't understand It is just Jimmy Butler just a, like a symbol of how inept the front office is you can, you have a lot of examples of that. Why are you picking Jimmy Butler?
1: Well, here's the thing, though. Cause, well, because you're, you're picking Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler's in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, that's the reason. You're not. But the, what's the reason? What's the number one reason? In your opinion, what's the number one reason Jimmy Butler is not here? Is not a member of the Sixers today?
2: I, I'll i say 50-50, Brett Brown and Ben Simmons.
1: All right. Well, okay. Well, let's say Brett Brown. Well, apparently, well, the, the tide has turned on Brett Brown. Like People do not like Brett Brown. So people have sided with Jimmy Butler over Brett Brown, so they're saying Jimmy Butler should have been here, and we should have gotten rid of the quote unquote Brett, yeah. Brett Brown. So that's that's why people are like, you know what, Jimmy Butler, he's not on the list. He's still on the list for me. I'm sorry. Yo, yeah, mean, no, he's still no. on my list. Like,
2: like, do I enjoy watching the Miami Heat play yet? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they're very like hard nosed, whatever. Like, I'm really enjoying like like this will probably be my favorite. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it, I don't think I'll enjoy Heat Lakers. Or like maybe Lakers, but like this is a very competitive series against two teams that play hard and are coached well, Mm -hmm. and there aren't that many teams like that. So I, I, it sure ain't one in Philadelphia. Like I mean, like and and I just enjoy like and it's easy as like us being like NBA dudes. It's like I can watch games and be like. In, like, entertained by players. Like, I love watching, like, you know me, I love watching Jason Tatum. Right. And, and, like, I, I mean, I enjoy watching Tyler Hero for some reason. But, like, would, same with, like, I don't know, like, I, I mean, it's impossible not to be entertained by Jamal Murray. And and and, and, and and the chubby Slovenian guy. Like, I, I mean, like, it's, like, that, and that's why, for me, like, like, I don't care if the Clippers didn't make it. Like, I mean, what would it have been cute to, like, get a couple extra, rating numbers because i don't care about that i just want to like i just want good basketball and like i think defra will give the lakers a run i mean they'll lose but i think this is this like this heat like i heat heat celtics will be more priority than i than brown's Bengals.
1: oh look at that man the basketball even though i have
2: a lot of fantasy implications in this crummy game
1: Basketball in the bubble beats out the the the, the football. The, the the second Thursday night football game of the season. So the Clippers and the Bucks have a lot of questions. Sir, should should they keep going, keep on keeping on? As MC Light would say, or is it time for those teams to blow it up? <sighs> mm. The Clippers should have won this. Should have won this Western Conference. This is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> no, no. But with all this stuff coming out, you know who they sound like? The team that played in Philadelphia. No, you're right absolutely like but this shows you and i and i hope this is a moral is you just can't accumulate talent anymore no because like i don't know that big three stuff or like and and for me the person that's like taking the biggest hit out of all this is a guy i never thought would take a hit quiet letter i mean quiet mm-hmm. Leonard handpicked his team handpicked the guy that they wanted to trade for right who i don't know is like over like he's not a I don't think he was ever a superstar. He ain't even close to being one. No. And, and I think Miami just doubled down on being like a, like a rich man's Hawks. But that doesn't work. I, right. I'm going to take the moral of this story is you need chemistry and shot creation. Like, mm-hmm. if you have those two, you will be good. But, I, I mean, like, that's easier said than done.
1: So when it comes to the chemistry, can the Sixers build on their chemistry with Mike no. D'Antoni as their head coach? Because according to Keith Pompey, he may be the front runner for said job. I have no idea why Mike D'Antoni will be the front runner for this roster and this GM, this bully ball GM. Because most of these guys don't fit with Mike D'Antoni's system. No, Period.
2: no, this I tweeted. This is if if they hire Mike D'Antoni, they're really going to do something crazy, like like real crazy. Because you you don't get Mike D'Antoni with a center like a legit center. They just traded their center for like pj tucker or robert covington and a guard who can't shoot i mean they he had russell westbrook but at least he was willing to shoot right like something's gonna give i don't know like do we know mike d'antoni is a good coach i I mean like sure i I mean like for me it's like i don't know it's like if i had a preference would i would i have tyloo over mike d'antoni yeah but Mm -hmm. i'm not like saying oh my god if you get hired mike d'antoni this is going to be like like hiring jim O'Brien. No, like, I mean, he has a cachet. He almost, like, like, he's a good coach. But I don't know if he's the right coach for this team. And it still goes back to, I keep hearing about them, like, looking for, like, a GM, a real GM. (laughs) And I saw, like, they were interested in prying, like, a guy like Daryl Morey. I was like, ain't no way in in Silicon Valley that Daryl Morey will report to Elton Brand. There's absolutely...
1: no, Daryl Murray would be the VP of basketball operations. He'd be the head dude. He'd be the and big then,
2: uh, And then Elton Brand. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. right. But wouldn't you want to do that first? Well, yeah, because obviously those, those, that guy is the guy who should hire the coach. Yes. But, okay. It's either here nor there. All right. We got a minute left. I, will, I will, I'm going to give you $500, sir. I'm going to give you $500, <laughs> and I'm going to allow all the tech that's coming out this year to be available right now. So- the PlayStation Five and the new Xbox and the what's it, the i what was it the uh, iPad Air or whatever that is I- iPad I
2: Air four iPad I- Air i, 4,
1: I uh, the Apple iWatch six series or whatever that is <laughs> you have five hundred dollars in thirty five seconds how are you spending that money
2: I'm putting it towards a new iPad okay so because because this has a brand new chip eleven inch screen because I have learned. I have regained my enjoyment for watching stuff, like mm-hmm. like other than like sports. Like I, I watch some documentaries, and it's like, n- not not to steal a YouTube term, but I love what media consumption. I love to consume media, and, and 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 I don't know if I love video games as much as consuming media at this point.
1: That's a that's that's very good. I understand that. again. I, really quick, I will buy a PS five. And I might flip it for twice that, and then I will probably (laughs) buy, again, a new MacBook that comes out whenever the new MacBooks come out. Silicon. Silicon. Exactly. All right. That is it for us this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. 106.5 FM, LP, Philadelphia. I'm Roy Burton. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.
0: Fall cookouts, they're a staple in backyards across the country. Whether you're tailgating or celebrating with family, Lowe's has the refrigerator you need to store all your favorites. A Samsung 27 cubic foot French door refrigerator with 10% more capacity, so you can expand your menu this year without worrying about storage space. Plus, it's dual ice maker lets you store over five pounds of ice, so you won't run out. Bring on more storage space this fall with Lowe's. Capacity compared to Samsung 24.6 cubic foot three door model, US only. Fall cookouts, they're a staple in backyards across the country. Whether you're tailgating or celebrating with family, Lowe's has the refrigerator you need to store all your favorites. A Samsung 27 cubic foot French door refrigerator with 10% more capacity, so you can expand your menu this year without worrying about storage space. Plus, it's dual ice maker lets you store over five pounds of ice, so you won't run out. Bring on more storage space this fall with Lowe's. Capacity compared to Samsung 24.6 cubic foot three door model, US only.